Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Rooted Deep, a podcast featuring Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. This is Rooted Deep with Reba Bowman and Allison Hale. I am Allison, and we're really thankful uh, that you've joined us today on the podcast. We've had a couple of really fun and interesting times um, just, you know, talking about different things. We've talked about prayer. We've talked about, we had some our fun uh, historical topics that we, you know, we've, we're, we're looking forward to, to sending you guys. But this time, this is, this podcast, I think it's interesting because it goes kind of directly to, um, why Rooted Deep is so important. And we're going to be talking specifically today about identity. And um, there, I asked, a, I asked a girl the other day, just, um, just in her, in her um, ethnicity and in her you know, history, the history of her family, I wanted to know, and I did ask the question, how do you identify? Um, because she's, uh, as being, you know, being a biracial woman, um, she had a Latin American uh, father, a, a, a black mother, and and but I wanted to know because I think it's a kind question. I think it's an important question that we all need to be asking. Um, but not just with, you know, but not with with just ethnicity, but in other areas. And yeah. I want to ask you today, listener, how do you identify? And the question goes a lot deeper than, you know, than gender or sexual orientation or um or ethnicity. I think it goes deep into it's just a heart issue. And that's what we're gonna be talking about today. Yeah, absolutely. I think the question of who am I? Mm-hmm. Is one of the biggest questions that people have to have an answer to. Yeah. And we search for that. And mm-hmm. it's linked directly to our meaning and to our purpose. Who yeah. am I? Because I if I understand why. who I am, then mm-hmm. I understand why I exist. And if yeah. I understand why I exist, then I understand what in the world, what's, what's the purpose of my life? And we're right. all, that question is at the root of who we all are. And mm-hmm. so I think that it is a natural a thing for all of us that are humans to be able to say, okay, who am I? And, you know, when we look back and to answer that question, we really have to identify, uh, where is the source? Then where did we start? How, who, who, you know, in order to figure out who we are, we have to figure out how, what were we designed for? And, and that is the key component. Um, when I take out a creator and a designer, yeah. All I'm left with is confusion. Right. Exactly. Um, and I, that's, that's the beginning. I mean, in that mm-hmm. earth was without form and void. Correct. Exactly right. Um, I read an article just last night that a mathematician, a well, I mean, a, a very highly respected mathematician has come out and said that math proves there is a God because it proves there is a creator and a designer. And he has mm-hmm. found these mathematic formulas that cannot have any other resolution but that. Yeah. Now, I am not, I'll be honest with you, Allie, I'm not, I'm not good at math. Okay. I barely got out algebra one and algebra two. Okay. So um, it was deep for me. I was waiting in waters way over my head, but what I got out of the whole thing was just the bottom and that everything in the universe points itself from the telescopes that are sticking out in space to a mathematician doing his thesis and doing his work down here. Every bit of this points to the fact that Everything was designed and it was created. And then the Bible tells us, we go back to Genesis 1 and 2, and what do we find? We find God creating and speaking the world into, into existence. And, and what I think is so 
incredibly cool. Could he have spoke man into existence? Yes, he could have. Yeah. But the Bible says yeah. that he came and he knelt in the dust and the clay of the earth. And with his own hands, he took that dust and he formed man in his image. So when we right. think about where do I come from mm-hmm. and what is our existence? Well, we have to dial it all the way back to Genesis right. and say, wait a minute, this this great God who loves and cares actually hand designed us. Right. And, and we need to understand this, not just from a purpose standpoint, but from a value standpoint, I don't know how many times I've been sitting in a counseling setting, or I've been sitting with a woman and trying to explain, do you realize the image that is imprinted on you or that you are bearing, you're an image bearer, of creator God, that's how valuable you are. And, and trying to understand, because sometimes when you don't know where you came from, or you don't believe in a creator, then you have no purpose, you have no value. So what's the point? And so then that's chaos can reign free, because you know, what else is there? There's nothing bigger than me. Um, and there's nothing kind of holding me back from whatever, and it's never going to be good desires. You know, let's be honest. Um, the, the world is, the world is a little crazy and, um, we can see this on, we can see this on social media, but we can see this just in the hurt and the brokenness in the faces of the women and men that that we speak to every day. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I think when we go back and look at, okay, let's get back to the beginning. Let's go back to Genesis one and two, and let's look at when did, when God created mankind right? And as a whole, we see, you know, we see some identifiers. Obviously, he, we see he created, the Bible says he created male men first, created a male, then he created woman next. And not as one is lesser than the other, but God says that in many ways, uh, they are equal to each other. They are in value. They are in how much he loves them. They are in so many things. And yet God created them uniquely different because they fulfill different different roles and in different ways. Mm-hmm. So both male and female, all in the image of God. Really yeah. cool. But, um, but we are, are each gender is completely different. We have different chromosomes. Yeah. We have different body parts. We have different hormones. Mm-hmm. We have different, even our, our build is slightly different, you know, right. um, although we do share some of the same commonalities, we mm-hmm. all have ears, nose, eyes, mouth, you know, there's, so yeah. there's ways we look alike and there's ways that we look vastly different. So God gets done with all this. And this is what he says. And God looked at everything he created and he mm-hmm. said, it's good. good. It's yeah. good. It's good. So God didn't create a world in chaos and in confusion. God created a world with order and with structure and with and with purpose. Uh And he said, hey, what I've created is absolutely good. And so that is where mankind got its origin. That is our origin story. And so when we look at and me as an individual, what is my origin story? Mm-hmm. Well, I know when my birthday yeah. was, but my origin right. story really is dialed all the way back to those moments in Genesis. Yeah. And that's important to realize because within that structure uh, or within that um, that origin, he created structure. He created hierarchy, even mm-hmm. um, just as far as get allowed, you know, and that, that setting up at the first um the first work day uh, with with Adam and and um, and and the woman and and you know giving them and the animals right then and there yeah. and the animals they all had it you know everybody had a space everybody had a purpose um, and so up until that point it was like you said it was good 
Yeah. And, and God told him, so look, okay, this is your job. You're going to yeah. go subdue the earth or in other words, mm-hmm. take care of it. So it's your yeah. job to take care of this beautiful. I created this beautiful planet mm-hmm. and it's your job to go take care of this beautiful planet. And so this is your job. And, and, you know, and so we're reading along and God shows up every day and walks with them in on this beautiful place. And as yeah. they're doing their jobs and they're fulfilled, but suddenly, you know, we know we have this moment um, where, uh, and, and it's still, I still want to know more about the story. Every time yeah. I read it, I'm scratching my head, but we've got a talking snake yeah. and we've got Eve and we've got this, these two trees, one of good mm-hmm. and one of good and evil. And we've got this moment where Eve is lied to by the devil. She's tempted by the devil to say that God, this wonderful creator, God, who did all of this, technically, he really doesn't love you like you think he does. He actually doesn't have good for you. He actually knows that you could be God yourself and you could rule the world yourself. And he's terrified you're going to do that. So, you know, uh, yeah. And so all of a sudden, we, we, if you know the story well, you know that Eve and Adam both succumb to that temptation, that eat of the tree, that they weren't, they were instructed not to, and immediately they broke the world. Right. Yeah. Just messed it up. And I mean, really? It's not, it's not. Yeah. That's, and that's what, that's what Roman says for by one man, you know, and then sin yeah. entered into the world. And this, all of a sudden, the, the world the, that God created was beautiful. It was perfect. It was um, sinless. Um, and, but it was full of, but it was full of joy. And if you, you know, if you read the the first couple of chapters of Genesis, there's communion, there's, uh, Mm. there's work and there's, there's pleasure. Uh, Mm. but then, you know, and then like you said, the world was broken. Yeah. And and I think it's important for us to understand here. The devil's beef is more with God than it is with man. Yeah. Um, we are, we are a weapon, Mm -hmm. um, that the devil can take, because here's the thing, again, just going back to Genesis and, and seeing it, the devil rose up and said, he was, he was an angel to begin with. And he said, look, I'm, I can, I'm as good as God and I can mm-hmm. be God myself. Yeah. And so, and so he was cast out of heaven with his own arrogance and pride and saying, I could be the, I could be God myself. I want to be God myself. And then here's what we get all of a sudden. He looks at what God created, the beauty, the wonder of what God created. And his goal is, the greatest yeah. way I can hurt God and rule the world is to break what God designed and created. Right. So the rest of history has all yeah. been about the devil doing everything he can to destroy mankind, mm-hmm. what God created and loves. And he's like, you yeah. know what, God, I'll show you. I'll break yeah. what you created. I will hurt what you love mm-hmm. and I'll get back at you for yeah. not letting me rule the world Uh, you know and that and that's that's what you're saying so when when the image of god on mankind as us as we you know we are created in his image once the world is broken that image becomes distorted and so now you know distorted and broken and what what better way to hurt god than to Mm -hmm. show him an ugly image of himself and that is you know that is what man when it's in it you know when when we're in our um un unsaved un you know just yeah. unsanctified and un, un uh, unjustified uh look it's just such a distorted image of who god is and what and what he had planned for us and that's and that is what's broken oh absolutely but it's not hopeless no exactly cuz you know when we look at things 
back at those days and today. Mm-hmm. We're lost. Yeah. Our, mm-hmm. our world as a whole, we're lost. Yeah. We're confused. We live with shame. We live with regret mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we're not sure how to fix the broken places. I mean, that right. we all feel this yeah. brokenness. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I think if you, you know, when you ask people, you know, do you know, do you feel like you're over here living in this place of God's love and and you you're bearing the image of God and, and this is what your life looks like? Or do you or do, is your life over here and you're looking at all of this broken and confusion? Where do you think you really identify? I think most people yeah. are gonna tell you, I, I'm over here. I'm in this yeah. broken place. Um yeah. and so and the thing about it is is the, the devil offers us more brokenness and he disguises yeah. it as power fun mm-hmm. um and he disguises it as truth but at the yeah. but underneath it all it's a lie mm-hmm. yeah and and to rip our identity to shred yeah and to help us be con- we're totally confused and we don't know who we are anymore is one of the greatest ways of attacking us and causing us to self-destruct so and, that, and that's yeah that's what that's what we're talking about so many times when that that void uh is we want to fill that void or that the what we see as a crack or what we what we know yeah. is, is a broken piece and so we're like trying to to patch it back together Absolutely. to just like i mean just like adam and eve trying to sew fig leaves together yes to create a new identity because they're yeah. like hey we're naked we're not supposed to be naked what's naked i don't even know what naked means but now i have to put something over but now it. i feel That's shame about it Right? Now I feel shame about it. And this yeah. is not, I have to cover the image of God that I've now broken with a patched up, patched up fig leaves. And, um, and you know, however, and it's, you think about it, you think about it back in the day, you know, uh, the little grocery, the little, uh, coloring pages where there's like, um, conveniently placed fig leaves all right. over the place, you know, and, yes. and Adam. But at the same time, that was that was the beginning of a lot thousands of years of mankind trying yeah. to fix, you know, what what was broken. And it oh, doesn't absolutely. it doesn't look what it's like it's like what it's supposed to no. look like. No, and, and the shame that we bear and the things that we feel on the inside, it's real. And yeah. and we can't fix it no matter what we do. We can try the world tries to fix it with drugs and they think maybe that works yeah. or alcohol, maybe that works or you know, buying a bigger car or a bigger house mm-hmm. or a bigger boat or more stuff and, you yeah. know, or getting a better job. None of that fixes, you know, a new man, a, yeah. a new, you know, or I'm going to change my yeah. gender or I'm mm-hmm. going to, I'm going to change. I don't, I'm not going to like men anymore. I'm going to like women now or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Maybe some, any of those things, maybe that will fix what I feel that is broken. And yet, you know, really what that actually does, it just acts like a bungee cord and it it just mm-hmm. brings us into more brokenness. Right, um, exactly, yeah. And so there's this moment though in the garden that I think may have been awful, an awful moment in this garden. You've got yeah. Adam and Eve, like you said, big-leaved and, and, and figuring out of shame and God goes and he gets an animal. Yeah. And Adam and Eve have never seen death. Yeah. Yeah. These are animals they cared for mm-hmm. that they had a some kind of working relationship with mm-hmm. where they were not being attacked and eaten alive that they that they had these animals subdued in some way. Right. And I cannot imagine what an awful moment it must have been as God exactly. slits the throat mm-hmm. of one of these animals that is their job to protect. And yeah. their sin now costs 
death to yeah. enter for the first time the, the garden. And suddenly mm-hmm. now you've got an animal that's bleeding all over the place. And then you've got yeah. God taking the skin. And I don't know if, I mean, this is not fun to think about, but if you've ever seen yeah. an animal skinned, okay. Yeah. So now they're being skinned and there's nothing left but a carcass there of that poor animal. And this right. skin now is, is now just think about how awful this must've been. Now this thing that you loved and you cared for not only has died, mm-hmm. now it's skin and now it becomes, mm-hmm. you wear it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you are not, na- because you do know that you're naked and that something must be done about that broken image and it, and it requires death to handle it. And that, and that skin of that animal on <gasps> fig leaves is not enough. Yeah. No, it's, it's, and, and God said, you know, and even in Genesis, he said, look, today mm-hmm. we we've taken a hit today. Yeah, but I'm going. But just like this, this, this animal that was offered in sacrifice for you to cover your temporarily cover your shame right now. Yeah, and close. Um, this I'm going to send a savior, and I'm going to mm-hmm. send my son, and he is going to fix the broken places. He's going to mm-hmm. come and be the ultimate sacrifice. He's going to shed his blood. He's going to mm-hmm. die so that yeah. he can fix what's broken in your heart and in your life and in the world. And that's exactly what the cross is all about. Right. Um, is to, you know, is accepting what Jesus did for us so that we can leave brokenness and come to a place of wholeness and healing and a place of peace. Yeah. And yeah. And, and, and putting on to continue that, you know, the metaphor that Christ, that God started when we do accept Christ and his work on the cross, we are putting on his image, his righteousness. Um, And so we're covering, we still have that broken identity, but it's now covered and whole within, you know, within that, that, that righteousness. And that, that's one of the things that when as Christians, when we understand where our brokenness came from, but who Mm. is stepping into our brokenness and who is, healing and re um uh regaining back gaining back his image uh that's one of the things we need to uh we need to be thankful for but also kind of lean into it a little bit more instead of because we're i think we're right now um we we can get so distracted by the identity crisis that's going on in the world right now yeah. we, we can be so distracted by it to forget that who identity, whose identity we, we bear, whose image we bear, um, and who has healed and who is healing our brokenness. Yeah. And you know, we all have an identity crisis Mm -hmm. without Christ. Okay. Mm -hmm. It may look different for one person or another, but we all, we don't know, we'll never know fully who we are until we go back until we build this relationship with our creator. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and in Ephesians chapter two, I would encourage you if you're listening to take a moment today and just flip back to Ephesians chapter two. But Paul says in, in verse one, and you were dead in your trespasses mm-hmm. and sin. Okay, we identify yeah. with that. Um, yeah. In which you previously lived according to the ways of this world, according mm-hmm. to the ruler and the power of the air. Okay, the spirit now working in the disobedient. So immediately we understand really quickly that we were dead and we're, we were just living in the ways that Satan wants us to live because he longs to break us because he knows that right. he's breaking at the image of God and is ripping at the heart of God. And he says, you know, all of us, we lived in our fleshly desires, carrying out the yeah. works of our flesh. Like, you know, mm-hmm. we, we want it, we do it, we feel it, we chase it. You know, we're, yeah. we, we, and it's all brokenness. 
And then he gets to verse four, and I just love, it's one of the but gods in scripture. But mm. God, who mm -hmm. is rich in mercy, because of his great love that he had for us, made us alive with Christ, yeah. even though we were dead in trespasses. Mm -hmm. And um, and so he says, you're saved by grace. He also raised us up. So there's this image that we were broken yeah. and we were destitute, but he yeah. raised yeah. us up with him, mm -hmm. okay? And yeah. now look at this identity and we're seated with him in the heavens in Christ Jesus. So that in the coming ages, he might display the immeasurable riches of his grace through his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Uh, right. And then you get down to verse 10, for we are his workmanship. workmanship. Okay. Mm -hmm. Again, we're designed, we're created in Christ Jesus for what? Good. Yeah. Good works. works. Good. Yeah. yeah. We were designed for good and which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. Um, so this is just this great reminder verses that God not only created us, but he also has a plan to redeem what is broken and to change. And he is the answer for all the confusion because he right. is, yeah. you know, who are you? You're his. Yeah. Yeah. I'm his. And I, and, and not only has he changed, you know, he's changed our purpose, our, our position, um, you know, by, by, by giving us, um, that position in Christ made us sit together in heavenly places, but then our purpose as well. He's given, he saved mm -hmm. us for something. We were reading the other day about having been reconciled in Christ for the ministry of reconciliation. In other yes. words, you don't just get saved and it's like, yay, I'm good. I'm yeah. fine. No, you're saved for a purpose. You have yeah. a, you have a ministry of reconciliation. Now you have a purpose. So you've been, you, there's something unto good works. Um, so uh, not just, and I think that's one of the things with, um, even if you're not struggling with your necessarily your identity, maybe struggling with a why, not just not the who I am, but the why, why do I even exist? No, there is a mm -hmm. purpose in Christ. And so, like you said, there's a, everybody has an identity crisis and, and it ebbs and flows. I feel like, mm -hmm. um, with women, it could be hormonal. Um, uh, sure. with men, I think it's hormonal as well, but, um, that, but also that, you know, uh, my husband and I are reaching the age and he is a very existential question at 11 o'clock at night, uh, person. Um, I've had a great day. I've, you know, done my job. I have fulfilled my purpose for the ministry in for myself in that specific day. And then at 11 o'clock at night, I'm about to go to sleep. And my right. husband asked, have we done enough for Christ, you know, or right. how many, don't, don't you know how many years we have left? What? What's next? And these are these are really deep existential questions that as a man, you know, yeah. and you talked about men and women being different a little bit different. Yeah. Um, I'm like, hey, I don't know what your I don't know what your job is, but I washed the dishes tonight. And so I'm feeling like I did a good job, you know. Right. Yeah. Or um or I ministered to wh whatever it is, whatever the day brought me, I did it. Um and he's got these big existential questions like of 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 what what needs to be done before we die kind of a questions at eleven o'clock at night. Yeah. And um but it's because we're all looking for purpose, right? We're yeah. uh we're like, okay, I know kinda I know who I'm am and I I guess I'm okay with that right now. But mm -hmm. and and we mentioned this in a couple of podcasts earlier. Sometimes it's just, hey, it's time just to do the next thing. Do the next mm -hmm. right thing in your life and that's the purpose. But understanding understanding spiritually what work went into yeah. 
the reconciliation, the, the work that Christ did on the cross, but God who is rich in mercy for his great love hath he loved us, has made us alive, but for yeah. something. Not like, hey, you're saved. Good job. There's yeah. there, it is for something and you have a, and it is a purpose. No, absolutely. And you know, I even think as you mentioned, getting beyond just the just the identity confusion that we see in our news media today or or in the things that we see, although that's real and, and people are really struggling with that. Mm-hmm. But you know, I know there there's there's women listening and and the only thing they can say that they identify as is I'm a mom. Yeah. And they don't see themselves outside of the role they have with their children or, you know, I'm just this, or I'm just that, or I'm just that. And all of that is, is really a crisis of identity because, Mm -hmm. um, I know there's single girls talk to me all the time and they don't feel like they have an identity outside of man. Yeah. So because they're not married, they feel like they're worthless. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, or maybe, you know, as, as you deal with women who have a very, a broken past that is filled with. Uh, they, they used to stand on a street corner and they used to work in, at a brothel and all they yeah. see is that's who I am. Right. I, I am that woman. And understanding that, you know, how do I, how do I help that woman today? And how can I help the mom today? Who, who mm-hmm. you know, how can, is there really a solution that speaks yeah. to the woman who was rescued off the street last night right. and who yeah. also speaks to the person who's questioning their gender or their identity or their, mm. uh, their sexuality or yeah. the, 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 their ethnic background, or is there, mm-hmm. is it really an answer for that woman? Who's just can't, doesn't know who she is beyond the man she's married to or the man she right. wishes she was married to. And right. I think, yeah, there is. Uh, mm-hmm. in fact, I honestly truly believe You'll never find security yeah. until you get this right. Right. Um, exactly. And because you got to start with your creator who made you and then died mm-hmm. to fix what was broken in you. And when you right. do that, then you realize he offers you adoption. He offers you mm-hmm. acceptance. He offers you love. Yes. He offers yeah. you forgiveness, a father, a future. Yeah. I mean, the list mm-hmm. goes on and on. I can't do it as right. good as Priscilla Schreier does it when she gets fired up, yeah. but if she can roll with that yeah. stuff. But honestly, that's exactly what God has died to give us. Mm-hmm. Not, not more brokenness, but, it, and, right. but healing yeah. and hope. And that is, yeah. that is powerful for the woman on the street. And it's powerful mm-hmm. for the woman doing dishes um, in right. her kitchen. Yeah. It, it, and, and so I think then if we know that to be truth, that to me, the next thing I have to do then is I have to tell myself of the truth about yeah. who I am, who I am in Christ mm-hmm. and what that means about yeah. my value and what that means about my worth. Right. Exactly. And I think so many times when, when we're talking about, um, when we, when we share our testimony, for example, uh, with the women at the workshop, I always like to say the easiest way to tell somebody what happened to you is before Christ, I was mm-hmm. now after, after Christ came into my heart, I am this. And, and, and they can do it all day before I was this, now I'm this, you know, before I was broken. Now I'm, you know, now I'm whole before I was a prostituted woman. Now I'm, you know, now I'm a woman and a mother, you know, of my, whatever, whatever it needs. Um, but it's understanding my life before and after. And some Mm -hmm. of us, I think have forgotten, um, Mm -hmm. Those identity, Christ, uh, it, for God in his scripture, especially in the New Testament, has given us so many of those. You were enemies, mm-hmm. now you're friends. You know, you were, yeah. uh, you were cast out, now you were dead, now you're alive. 
-hmm. And so those, um, those are so important when we're struggling with our identity and our purpose, going back to his work, because a lot of times we just, we want to ignore his work Mm -hmm. and then make it our job to, to, to fulfill us. And so Mm -hmm. of course we're going to find the next shiny thing or the next handsome thing or the next, um, satisfying thing. And still, we're still broken inside because we haven't realized that we can lean into his identity. And we've, it's almost like we've, we've, we've put off, we've, we've ignored his identity for, for so long. Oh yeah. And, and I think that, you know, it back to that trust thing, you know, Mm -hmm. as we, as we understand that God, that we were not accidents, yeah. That we did not just, that we're not a mistake. Uh, I don't care if your parents plan to have you or not, that you, right. you weren't a mistake because Psalm 139 tells us that before we were ever a thought in our mother's mind, God right. wove us. He intricately mm-hmm. knit us. And there is just this very personal description in Psalm 139 of the fact yeah. that I was not just a second thought. I didn't, it wasn't, yeah. you know, a conveyor belt of babies coming out that day. And God was like, oops. Oh, well, I think hopefully she'll make Too it. Many. That's not what it, yeah. that's not what it was. There was right. really a specific design to me, not just a general big time design of the world, but there right. was a specific design to me. So, you know, God made me a woman and that was mm-hmm. right for me and God, yeah. you know, and, and I may not look like every other woman on the planet and I don't, and I don't act yeah. like every other woman on the planet, I, you know, but you know what? I am exactly who God created right. me to be. And I'm not married. And a lot of women are. That doesn't mean yeah. I'm broken. That doesn't right. mean something's wrong with me. It means mm-hmm. this is the path for my life right now. Yeah. And so, you know, when I try to be somebody that I'm not, yeah, I always it's never going to take the pain away. It always takes more, Mm-mm. brings more pain into my life, no matter who that is. Whether, it, yeah. It brings you know, in more broke. It breaks more things. If you're, if you're trying to step out of your identity into something, you're, something else gets broken in oh, the meantime. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, and, and it's just today, you know, if God is, if, if your role right now is a mom to little kids mm-hmm. that are running all over your house right now, you yeah. know, God's equipped you for that. Right. And that is, you're more than just that. Yes. Yes. But that is a role God has given you to do, you know, as he, he, just that same model of Genesis Mm -hmm. created man, he created woman, and then he gave them a a purpose in life. Right. And, and, and you bring something special to the table in who you are. And nobody can be a mom to those kids. Like you can be a mom Mm -hmm. to those kids. Um, uh, you know, so whatever your situation is, you know, I use that as an example, but there are hundreds of them. If you're right. sitting in singleness right now and you're mm-hmm. dissatisfied with that single situation that you're in right now, now is not the time to sprint and run and find somebody, anybody change, uh, you know, because of pain from a broken relationship, let's just right. try a different type of relationship. No, yeah, sitting there and saying, you know what, God, I trust you in that, in these single moments and understanding mm-hmm. that finding another relationship, whether it be a, a married woman or a single woman is not going to fix yeah. anything. <laughs> no, exactly. You know? I, it, like I said, it's going to create more brokenness. If you step out of that, you know, and, and try yeah. to fix it on your own, it's just going to be fig leaves on top of a distorted image. It's not what God planned. No. And, um, and I think I, I, we heard, uh, Tim Tebow say the other day that when he was single, he was waiting for the, for God's will for his life. but he wasn't waiting to minister. He didn't, he wasn't waiting for that, you know, for the love of his Mm -hmm. life to show up and then, okay, now my life can start. And I think that's, um, people don't want to wait. They don't want to, um, 
or they don't want to trust, like you said, they don't want to trust uh, the process, but your identity is not based on somebody else. Your identity is not based on what type of relationship you're in. Your identity is based 100% on who, what Christ did for you and in you and can do through you. Um, And then all of the other stuff, because if, if it's this, if, if you're waiting for somebody to fill that, um, that brokenness, they won't, it'll break something else. And then that'll create, like you said, it's going to create, it's going to create more, more, more hurt and more brokenness. Humans weren't um, designed. Yeah. Humans were not designed to, to heal the brokenness of other humans. Right. Yeah. Only God can do that. Right. And I think for all of us, seeing our value and our worth and what God has done for us and how he created us to be. And, you know, understanding that I don't need, I don't need a change of status or Mm -hmm. situation to be valuable and worthy in the eyes of God. Um, And what truth that is, but man, Mm -hmm. we get fought on that so hard because the devil knows if I can just tell myself a different story I'll try a different solution. And that different yeah. solution is only going to bring more brokenness to the place where I just totally spiral. And yeah. no wonder we live in a world where suicide is on the rise, where mm-hmm. anxiety and depression are on the rise, where so many piece people are just struggling so much with, um, with all kinds of brokenness and pain. And we're just keep trying to, to just, you know, glue it back together with something else. And when Jesus is offering, not glue, Jesus says, I'm, I'm offering new. Right. Yeah. That's good. You know, like, I'm, you know, behold, we are a new creature in Christ. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. God, God is not coming in your life to glue your life together. God Mm -hmm. comes in your life to give you something new. And, um, and that is, that is, makes all the difference. It does. You know, it really does. So, you know, lots of things going on in our world and in our culture today that talk mm-hmm. surround the topic of identity. But I think it all, if we could take it back to its roots, yeah. no matter what the topic is, if we take it back to its roots, we go back to people searching for who am I and how do yeah. I fit? And we're mm-hmm. never going to find that answer outside of going back to our creator and saying, right. who am I and how do yeah. I fit? And, you know, and he, and he has that answer and he has that purpose for us. Oh, he does. And it's just so good if I can, if I can rest in it. it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So good. Well, listen, man, this has been, um, these are tough topics. Wow. Um, they really, they really are. And I think for all of us, um, the confusion is sometimes really real. And so, man, if you're struggling today, we don't know who you are listening and where you're at, but if you're struggling today, hopefully there were some things that we said today that, uh, that you can go back in Psalm 139, Ephesians chapter two, Go back and chase some of these thoughts down and, and remind yourself of who you are and what God wants to do in your life. Uh, and he really is the one who takes broken and mm-hmm. fixes it completely and gives you something new for it. So good stuff. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. We hope that you'll continue to be with us as we move forward. Just talking about things that keep us rooted deep. So until next time, have a great day. Thank you for listening to Rooted Deep. To learn more about Dare for More Ministries, go to dareformore.org and look up Mercy Workshop at mercyjewelry.org.